Hey guys, it's Ellen Olson Brown with the Sun in My Face podcast. And I just interrupted my own listening of a podcast while I was doing some cleaning and organizing um, because something was said that just really struck a chord with me and I wanted to uh, let that chord resonate through this podcast. So I was listening to the Chase Jarvis Live uh, episode when he is interviewing Martha Beck. And Martha Beck, I first like was introduced to her by a book called Expecting Adam that she wrote um, more than 20 years ago because I read it while I was pregnant with my own kids who are about to turn 21. And I'm actually not going to say much more than that. It's a great and really interesting book. And um, if you need something good to read, check that out. Uh, she left a career um, as a like sociologist and business. She worked at the business school or was a student at the business school at Harvard. Anyway, kind of like an uh, illustrative academic career. Went through all kinds of interesting adventures. And she's now, um, I, I don't know if, if like life coach quite captures what she does, but she basically helps people think about what they really want in life and how to get it. So anyway, she was walking Chase through a couple of like little exercises that you can do. And in the course of doing that, she asked this question. And it was, what are you afraid for people to know about you? And I thought that was such a great question. And um, it plugged into like some insecurity that I've been feeling recently in general. And I'm not going to actually get into that in particular right now because it feels a little too like raw and personal and, you know, not digested enough to share with the world. But um, I thought it was such a great question. What are you afraid for people to know about you? And not what are you afraid people might think about you, but what's true about you that you are afraid for other people to know? Like things that are very hard to own in yourself because you're afraid of the reaction people are going to have because um, it somehow feels not safe or not okay or, you know, not, well, I guess not safe is really at the very bottom of it. And I'm going to give you actually a very silly example for me. I kind of don't want you to know that I a lot of times leave the dinner dishes in the sink overnight. And now I'm going to make excuses for myself. On the nights when it is my turn to do the dishes, I um, we usually eat. And then right after that, I go and teach an online yoga cl class most nights of the week. And then um, I usually hang out and talk with people after the yoga class. And then I have to get it posted and do a couple of other noodly things on the computer. And then at nine, it's become kind of sacrosanct during pandemic time that I sit down with my lovely husband and we make tea and we watch something on the old Netflix. So, um, and by that time, I'm just really tired and I don't feel like doing the dishes. And in the morning, I actually kind of like doing the dishes because... I can use them as a way of, I don't know, I find it relaxing, weirdly. At night, it feels like a chore. During the day, it's like something mindless I can do. You know, like I might be like, all right, I'm going to 
send these five emails and then I'm going to just do the dishes and it'll make me feel so accomplished. Does that mean pans sometimes like need to be soaked? Yes. Does it mean that I don't know, like whatever. I don't know what it means. And I guess that's exactly the issue is that I'm like, I kind of don't want you to know that because I get the idea that the truly virtuous people in the world uh, do all the dishes and buff the sink and, um, you know, leave the kitchen completely spotless at night. And that if I leave the dishes overnight, I'm really just a 17 year old kid who can't get her act together. But now that I've told you, I mean, maybe every single one of my listeners has to tidy up the kitchen before they go to bed at night. And if that's true, great. But the truth is, I don't. And yet, it's one of those things I kind of don't want people to know about me. See, did you hear like all the excuses I had to make for like, why my evening is so busy and why doing them in the morning is actually better. But it's not just like, it's not without... um, you know, some tangle and pull and tension for me to admit that. If you said to me, what color toothbrush do you like to use? I'd be like, I don't know. To be honest, I always like to have like pink (laughs) for some reason. I always pick a pink toothbrush. I don't care if you know that, like that, that feels totally fine. Or my opinion about all kinds of things. What my favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor is like, I don't know. Um, but I, I, I'm not sure I want you to know what I just told you. And then there are things that are deeper, right? Things that, um, you know, are true about me that maybe I spend a lot of time armoring myself and building defenses around myself and spend energy keeping secret. Uh, secret might be too strong a word, but you know what I'm saying? I think you can relate. So anyway, very, very interesting. I thought that was a great question to ask feels like it could be a way of untangling some tangly spots inside a person, perhaps inside me, perhaps inside you. Um, The recommendation, uh, Expecting Adam by Martha Beck, which I already mentioned. And I do like the Chase Jarvis podcast. Um, Sometimes guys of a certain age, their podcast, especially when they invite other guys of a certain age onto the podcast, sometimes it feels a little bro v bro for me. Like sometimes I feel like I can't quite latch in, but who knows? Maybe you are like a guy in his thirties. Um, and I, I think I tend to enjoy certain podcast interviewers, um, podcasts sometimes, especially when they interview somebody who uh, is more, you know, my demographic, I guess. But I think it is a really good podcast. Lots of good interviews. The one with Seth Godin is amazing. And one other one, I'll have to think about that. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.